Lord, we bless you. Healing is in the house. Keep on receiving it. Amen. The anointing will break every yoke of bondage. Oh, we welcome you in, anointed one. We welcome you in, Holy Spirit. Speak through my lips, jars of clay. Lord, we give you praises. Thank you, Lord, for no outside distractions of any kind. Thank you for receptive hearts, words that pierce the heart and go into the spirit of man that they can live by them and change their lives forever. We give you all the praises for your written word that becomes living to us today through the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for fresh revelation and wisdom into every area of life that we needed, a fresh word and a fresh touch from heaven that will set our course from here on out. We give you praises for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 That was some beautiful worship. You notice how worship sets the stage? <laughs> In his presence is fullness of joy. I don't know, but I, I just worshiped myself happy. How about you? <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. We're going to start by taking up our offering today, if that's okay. Amen. We uh, had an offering go missing last week. It was a uh, it was an offering envelope that said Dad on it. And um, if you accidentally took that and would like to return it, that would be great. Pashian, okay, Pashian already has it. It's already in the offering. He found it. Thank you, sir. Amen. All right. Leave it to our usher <laughs> to find a uh, missing offering. Thank you, sir. Right there in the basket. Amen. All right. Thank you, sir. Well, that settles that. God moves fast. Amen. Praise God forevermore. And I forgot to mention last week, but it was Dad's birthday a week ago. So if we could just sing happy birthday, that'd be great. I mean, he pretty much built this place for us. Amen. So uh, can we all sing happy birthday to Dad? <laughs> Amen. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday to you. Cha cha cha! Happy birthday, dear Ross. Happy birthday to you, and many more. And we'll sing so we don't forget. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just open up in a word of prayer, shall we? Father, thank you. Where two or three are gathered, you're here in our midst. We feel your presence. We sense your presence. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to our hearts this morning. That we leave here changed, that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. We thank you, Lord, for building us up on our most holy faith as we pray in other tongues and as we hear the word of God, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We give you praises that we're better leaving than when we came in today, because your word changes everything. And if you agree with that, say amen. If you like a receipt for your giving, you can just uh, mark your name on there. Give us your information and address. That would be wonderful so we can pray for you and believe for your hundredfold return. You know, the Bible says there's a 30, 60, and 100-fold return on every dollar, every seed that you sow. Amen. So we just believe for a hundredfold. Amen. Might as well take the Richter scale to the top. Amen. So we stand with you for a hundredfold harvest. That means a hundred dollars on every dollar that you sow into the ministry. Amen. It's a sexually pure ministry. It's a financially pure ministry. It's good soil. And we've heard good reports of uh, people flourishing in their finances by sowing into this ministry. Um, we need to do some testimonies, amen? Because <laughs> we got a lot of them, amen? Yes. Praise God. I know we've already paid off one car and we're like 3,000 bucks away from being completely debt-free. And if that's for us, that's for you, amen? amen. So praise God forevermore that sowing and reaping go hand in hand and that you can't outgive God, amen? <laughs> he will move on your finances. So Father, we just pray over our offering today. 
In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for that promised return, 30, 60, and 100. We believe for a hundredfold return harvest on everyone's seed sown into the gospel, sown into the kingdom that's moving upon the earth. In Jesus' precious name. Um, you know, I just took up a... I'm, petitioning to take up a chaplain position in the OC prisons right now. And I think I'm going to get in. Amen? Amen. So that's a once a week commitment to go preach in prison here. And whoever would like to join me, I can give you an application if you feel called to the lost, called to the hurting, called to those in the brokenhearted, the outcasts, if you will, and come preach with me. That'd be great. And then we also started, we're now an official chapter in OC, Chariots of Light. So that's another evangelism outreach. And it started with me, Dad, and our two brothers. So praise God forevermore that we're a posse on the move for Christ. Amen. So you're not only sowing into the Word and the church, but you're sowing into evangelism and outreach as well. Amen. Praise God forevermore. And uh, how many of you know Jesus is about the lost? Uh, we were lost once. Remember that? Remember being lost once? Amen. Say, I'm found. Oh, man, it's good to be found. Amen. Forevermore. So I just encourage you to stay where God plants you. Uh, circumstances may come. Test trials and afflictions always come. But just stay firm and stay where God has you to live. And where God wants you to attend church. If you find your church, you'll find your harvest. If you find your flock, you'll find your blessing. Amen. So don't let the devil uproot you and upplant you. Amen. Because you're being grounded and rooted in love and you're being planted. Amen. He plants you in a good land. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for that return. We give you all the praises for everyone online, anyone here who's desired to sow into the gospel. And we give you praises for the promised return. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I have no notes this morning. Let's go to Galatians, will you? Galatians 3. I pray everyone gets something out of this message. The title of this message is Christ. Christ. You know the Acts Church, the apostles, they went about doing good, but they also preached Christ. And they saw signs, miracles, wonders, and healings everywhere they went because they preached Christ, the Anointed One and His anointing. That's what they preached everywhere was Christ. So uh, the Latter-day Church ought to get back to that to see signs, miracles, and wonders. Amen? We are Christians, little Christ, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Amen? We'll start here in Galatians 2.15 so we can kind of get a little background. I encourage you to read Galatians Paul the Apostle wrote this book, and we'll start in Galatians 2.15. We who are Jews by nature, say I'm Jewish through Jesus. <laughs> say I'm a Jew for Jesus. <laughs> See, the Bible says you've been grafted in, so you ought to think like a Jew, amen? Did you know Jesus was a Jew? And if you've been grafted in and he lives in you, hey, you, you're Jewish, amen? You have ancestry. You have a, Paul says your father is Abraham, amen? The father of us all, the father of faith, amen? Say, I've been grafted in. Grafted in. Say, I'm wise, I'm wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. As a dove. Say, I'm good, I'm good with money because I serve the original Jew. <laughs> That'll help you. The Jews are wealthy, wealthy people, the wealthiest people on earth. That'll help you in your finances to think Jewishly. Amen. Hallelujah forevermore. Say, I'm rich. You shouldn't stutter at that word. The Jews don't. Amen? Amen. Okay, verse 15. He who are Jews, we, we who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles. Paul was also a Jew. All his disciples were also Jews. They were Jewish. That was their ancestry. Uh, we've been grafted in. We were once Gentiles, but we've been grafted in unless you have Jewish heritage, that is. 
Verse 16, knowing that a man is not justified, justified or made righteous by the works of the law, meaning over 600 commandments given to the Jews, they are, we are never justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith. Say by faith. By faith. The just shall live by faith is written in your Bible four times. God wants you to get this. The just shall live by faith. Being justified by faith in Christ. That word Christ is not Jesus' last name. It literally means the anointed one and his anointing. So when you read Christ, you can translate that either anointing or the anointed one. And you need to know the difference. Because it's the anointing in you that breaks every yoke of bondage. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. No Jew will ever be justified through the works of the law. Every Jew needs Jesus to be made righteous. That's what Paul's saying here, who was a Jewish scholar who was a Jew. One of the top scholars in his day. And he's the same one that said, I'll just forget everything so I can just preach Christ and Him crucified. Amen? It's all about Christ. Say, it's all about Christ. Verse 17 says, But if while we, were, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, if, is Christ therefore a minister of sin? Certainly not! Exclamation point. So you ought not to be a minister of sin either. Amen? Or Satan. For if I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. See, now it's under your jurisdiction and your responsibility now that you're the righteousness of God in Christ to curb sin once and for all in your life. You make yourself a transgressor. For I through the law died to the law that I might live to God. Verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. Say, I have been crucified with Him. Well, if you've also died with Him, that means you also reign with Him. Because he raised us up together in himself and seated us in heavenly places far above every name that's named, principality, power, might, and dominion. Amen? Say, I have dual citizenship. I'm a citizen of heaven on the earth. See, without your earth suit, your body, you'd, just go, you'd be in heaven only. But your body gives you authority on the earth too. So you're a dual citizen because of that flesh you're wearing. So you ought to cherish it and use it for good, amen? Not for evil. You're in charge of it. No one else. No one else is in charge of your body. Amen? The devil's not in charge of your body. You are. You have authority over a fallen servant, don't you? Don't you? Amen? Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I give you, behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the ability of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So you may go through a divorce, but you won't be hurt. So you may be in a car accident, but you won't be hurt. Amen? Nothing shall by any means hurt you. How do I live out this verse? I meditate on it and get it into my soul and into my heart. Therefore, nothing shall by any means hurt me. I speak that over my daughters. Nothing shall by any means hurt them. They may fall and bruise their knee, but they ain't going to break a bone. Nothing shall by any means hurt them. Nothing. Nothing. Jesus said nothing. That means nothing. Amen? 
No trial, test, affliction, symptom shall by any means hurt you. Amen? Hallelujah. Say, I'm victorious. I'm a victor through Christ. Say, nothing shall by any means hurt me. And mean it. Say it every day. Amen? You are divinely protected through the blood of Christ. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, Paul said, but Christ, the anointed one, lives in me and through me. And the life which I now live in this flesh, I live by faith, Paul said. I live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Paul was a faith preacher, he said. And his company, amen? Jesus was a faith preacher. Taught more on faith than any other subject. Faith is a New Testament word. It was only prophesied once in the Old Testament in Habakkuk. The just shall live by their faith. But every preacher in the New Testament spoke more on faith than any other subject. So you ought to know you're living by what you're saying. You're living by faith. You have now what you said before. You'll have tomorrow what you say today. Because faith is released in words. Faith functions. Your weapon of warfare that created all this earth the same way functions through words. Say, I'll have today what I've already said. Say, I'm changing my speech today. Because now I know how faith functions. It functions through words. Amen? Faith is released through words. This whole earth was brought into being through the releasing of words. Light be, God said, in the original Shumash. Light was. Didn't say let there be light. It was a commandment. Faith always is a commandment. Sickness, leave. I'm healed by His stripes in Jesus' name. Lack, leave. Through His poverty, I was made rich. Faith is always a command released through your lips. Amen. Say, I know how faith functions. I have it and I live by it. Paul said, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Well, if He gave Himself for you over 2,000 years ago, surely He'll give him your, Himself today in any, anything you're facing. He's right here. He's at your right hand, ready to help you out, lift you up onto a holy hill. Amen? Place you far above the head and not the tail. Above only and not beneath. Amen? And no weapon formed against you will prosper. But everything you put your hand to will prosper, the Bible says. Amen? Yes. Say, I'm very prosperous. I'm very Say, I'm not looking to man for prosperity. I'm looking to my king of kings who takes care of all his kingdom. Say, I'm a kingdom citizen. The king takes care of his citizens. Who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. Paul does not get outside of the grace of God. He lives in His grace. He lives in His divine favor. He finds it very important in the Scripture. The grace of God. He stays in His grace. I don't set it aside, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. See, he realized he's under grace now, not under the law. It's not about your works. Amen? There's a lot of Christians doing good works who God never told them to do. And they're trying to get a better place in heaven? No. It's under grace. Therefore, you only do what God says to do, and it'll benefit you. Amen? If God didn't tell you to start a church, if God didn't tell you to go speak to that person, if God didn't tell you to sow a hundred bucks into that ministry, it'll profit you nothing. You're under grace now, not works. Amen? Hallelujah. Say, I'm under grace. I live under the favor of God. 
I only do what He says. Say, I'm Spirit-led. Amen. Say, the Holy Spirit's in me. And I hear His voice very clearly. More and more each day. He said, I don't set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness came through the law, then Christ died in vain. Oh, foolish Galatians! Exclamation point. Who has bewitched you? You know, you ought to stay away from witches, amen? <laughs> don't be bewitched, amen? Run away from witches, amen? Those are people living in the flesh. Witchcraft is an act of the flesh, he says. Amen? So get away. Who has bewitched you? Stay away from those Jezebels, amen? Witches. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? What God says. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Here's a key. Did you receive Jesus by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith which comes through the preaching of the word? Did you receive your healing by working for it or by the hearing of faith that comes through the word? Did you receive the restoration of your family and relationships through working that system or through the hearing of the faith that comes through hearing the word? Did you receive prosperity by working and toiling night and day or by the hearing of faith that comes through the word? Did you hear you were made rich by works or by the hearing of faith that came through the word? See, we live by faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. It all hinges on your faith. That's why it's important and of us most importance to guard your faith and to grow your faith every day because you live by faith. And a lot of Christians don't know they live by faith, which is why they're weak, sick, and miserable and broke. Amen? They don't know they're living by faith, therefore they don't attend to the Word. And I don't really like the name Bible. It doesn't say in the Word of God that this was ever a Bible. The people just, men just named it the Bible. No, this is the word of the living God. That's what this is. This is real and living. I go to this and I hear it face to face from God. Just like Moses did when he gave him his word. And written him on stone. Face to face with God is my word of God. Amen. Jesus is the word. We'll see that here. Jesus is the word, John 1 said. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So whenever you open the word of the living God, you're meeting face to face just like Moses did. Face to face with God. God is the word. Amen. You want to hear from God? Go to his word. Amen. People say, I never hear from God. Go to his word. He's right here. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul said we have a more sure word of prophecy. The Bible was all prophecy. Written from holy men of God, amen, through the Holy Ghost. Don't go after men's words, go after God's right here. Amen. You don't need a prophet to make you rich, to make you whole, to make you well. You just need the word, amen. And if a prophet's not preaching the word, I've got news for you. There ain't no prophet. Amen. And it'll profit you nothing to seek after that prophet. But oh, if there's preaching the word of God and God's called them to be a prophet, and they're preaching the word, guess what? They're probably prophets. And you'll profit to get under them and to stay with them. Amen? Prophets preach the word. Jesus was a prophet who preached the word, didn't he? Didn't he? The ultimate prophet who made men prophets. Amen forevermore. 
or by the hearing of faith. Uh, verse 3. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect by the works of the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham, ah, Abraham, our father of faith, here he is. We ought to study and know our father of faith, shouldn't we? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. See, his faith was accounted to him for righteousness. Get this, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Not Jews. Those who live by faith are sons of Abraham. Ah, say that's me. Say Abraham's blessings, mine. Through faith. Say I'm under the blessing of Abraham. And the scripture, get this, and the scripture, or literally the word, foreseeing, oh, the word's living, it can see, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand. Who did? The word did. Jesus appeared to Abraham and preached him the blessing. The word preached to our father Abraham. Jesus preached to Abraham. Hallelujah. The scripture foreseeing, that's the word of God, living. That God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, in you. What's the first words man on earth ever heard? The blessing. Be fruitful, be multiply, Adam and Eve in the garden. The first words man ever heard on earth was the blessing. Preach to them. Be fruitful, be multiply, replenish, subdue the earth. The blessing was preached to them. It was preached to Abraham after them. In you all nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Say, I'm blessed with faithful Abraham because I am of faith. Hallelujah. We're blessed with believing Abraham. Go with me, hold your place right here and go with me to Proverbs 10.22. What was Abraham's blessing? What are we blessed with? Well, we know through Christ all nations are now blessed and we're a blessed people through his seed through faithful Abraham. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes you rich. And he adds no sorrow. That word sorrow literally means painful toiling with it. The blessing of the Lord makes you rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Why is the world crumbling? Because they're not under the blessing, they're under the curse. It's the blessing that makes us rich. I don't know about you, but I've had more blessings come in through COVID than my entire life. It's the blessing of the Lord that's on you and me that maketh us rich. So while the world goes under, under the curse, you're going to be exalted under the blessing. Say, the blessing lives on me. Say, I'm blessed with faithful Abraham. <laughs> Hallelujah. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. 
And just look at me at Big John real fast, the Gospel of John, John 1. I just want to show you here through John 1 that Jesus is the Word. And that it was Jesus, the Word, who appeared to Abraham and commanded the blessing on him. John 1 says, in the beginning was what? Was who? Was the Word. In the beginning was Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Isn't Jesus God? He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him. See, the Word's a He. I said, the Word's a He. And without Him, the Word, nothing was made that was made. Meaning nothing in your life can be produced in the kingdom of God without the Word of God. You have to speak the Word of God to produce in this kingdom. That's how we function here. Nothing was made that was made without the Word. So if you need healing on your body, find the Word on the subject and pronounce that. If you need healing in your marriage, find it in the Word and pronounce that. Amen? If you need healing in your finances, find over 2,350 verses on wealth in the Bible and pronounce that over your life. Because nothing will be formed or made without the Word of God. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In Him was life. This is how important the Word is in my life. It's how important the Word of God is. It ought to be first place because it's what created everything. If you want to live, you have to live in Him, in the Word. In Him the Word was life. And the life was the light of men. The word at the entrance of his word bringeth light, the scriptures say. And the light shines in the darkness. The word shines in your dark hour. And the darkness does not comprehend it. The word will make everything around you light. If you're in a dark place, you have to speak the word. At the entrance of his word bringeth light. Amen? Speak to darkness. Speak the word. You have to speak it to see it. Amen? Hallelujah. Proverbs 18, 21, Life and death are in the hand of man's tongue. You can speak yourself to life or you can speak yourself to death. You can speak yourself into a new marriage. You can speak yourself into a new way of life. You can speak yourself into health and healing and prosperity. Or you can speak yourself back into the curse in which the world dwells. Do not be conformed to this world, Paul says, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to the blessing through the Word of God. Hallelujah! I'm preaching good. Someone say amen. Amen. Say, Say it's the Word that sets me free. The Word is my everything. It's my rock. It's my fortress. It's my hiding place. It's my joy. It's how I live. I live by faith and faith comes by hearing it. Amen? Say, I can't do anything without the Word. Verse 10 says, For as many as of the works of the law are under the curse. See, Jews, real Jews, practicing Jews, are still under the curse. That's why their marriages fail. That's why their bank accounts are up and down. That's why health in their body is not consistent. They're still under the curse. They need Jesus. Amen? In the last days when the church is raptured, It says there's going to be 144,000 converted Jewish Jews, (laughs) Jesus Jews, that preach the gospel to those who are left behind, to the world. Jews need Jesus, amen? That's going to be their last chance in. If they bypass those Jewish evangelists, they're in hell. Amen? 
For as many as are of the works of the law are still under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things that are written in the book of the law to do them. But, that's a big but. Verse 11, But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Say, I'm living by faith. Lord, make me more aware of it. Verse 12 says, Yet the law is not of faith, but of works. But the man who does them shall live by them. Verse 13, Christ has redeemed us. That means to literally purchase out of. To redeem you. Has purchased you from the curse of the law. If you want to read the curse of the law, you read Deuteronomy 28, 14 through the end. It's threefold. Poverty and lack, sickness and disease, spiritual death. Christ has purchased you out of all those things. So you ought not to have any of those symptoms in your life ever again. If you know the truth, it'll make you free. Say, I'll never be sick a day in my life. You know I can confidently say that? I'll never be sick another day in my life. Say, I'll never be broke another day in my life. And I'll never die. <laughs> Say, I'm living in heaven now. And I draw his kingdom down to earth now. And have what I say. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. See, he took the curse to give us the blessing. He took your sin to give you his righteousness. He took your poverty to make you rich. Is anyone getting this? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, for it is written. Verse 14, you need to add so right there. So that, that's the better translation. So that, this is why Christ redeemed us from the curse and hung on a tree, hung on a cross. So that the blessing of Abraham, the blessing is the gospel. The blessing is the good news. You need to be preaching the gospel. Amen? He said, preach the gospel. Preach the blessing to the poor. They don't have to be poor no more. They don't have to have sorrow. They don't have to be broken hearted. I've lifted them up out of the ash heap, saith the Lord, and set them on a high place. All they have to do is come to me, and I'll give them everything. It's my Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, he said. Health, finances, prosperity, and eternal life. Whoever comes to Christ will get those three things in full. And the more you walk in Him, the bigger and bigger they become. Health is so real to me. Amen? Prosperity is now becoming so much more real to me. Salvation in these last days is so much more real to me that I'll live and not die. After this is paradise. To be absent from the flesh is to be immediately present with the Lord. What a blessing it is to leave this body. Amen? And God says what a blessing it is to have that body for you to be here now. For me. See, you're here for Him. You're His blessing on the earth. Amen? Hallelujah! Kelly, sign and wonder can come after. That's right. Amen. <laughs> Just beat it, beat it. No, we need to do the beetle. That's a beetle, right? Yeah. All right. All you need is love. <laughs> love. 
the Beatles, get it? Love is all you need. Love is all you need. I said, love's all you need. Say, 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 Christ is all I need. Say, love himself is all I need in this life. So that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Hey, say, that was me. In Christ Jesus. Hey, hey, the blessing's come upon me. And it can't leave because it's been sealed in blood. That we might receive. Say, I receive today. The promise of the Spirit through faith. So it's twofold this covenant. The blessing's now on you, and the Spirit's now within you. They didn't have that in the Old Testament. They had the blessing come upon them, but they never had the Spirit within them. Say, in this new covenant, I now have Abraham's blessing, and I have God's Spirit abiding in me forever. Say, what can't I do? It's Christ who gives me strength. Say, I can do all things through Christ, the Anointed One, and His anointing in me. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we worship You. We see through Your Word we can do all things through the blessing. That if financial pressure comes on us, we don't take it. We put it right on the blessing. We're not under the curse. We're under the blessing now. Through Jesus Christ. I thank You, Holy Spirit, that anyone here who needs a fresh touch and a fresh infilling of the mighty Holy Spirit, God upon the earth, God Himself, the Holy Spirit, let Him receive Him now. Ask for more, says the Lord. It shall be given you. Ask for more of me, and I'll present myself as the King of kings and Lord of lords in your situation in life. Holy Spirit, say with me, come in. Fill me fresh to overflowing. I'll never be able to do what Jesus did with you without you. Holy Spirit, come in now with evidence of speaking in new tongues. If you're not speaking in new tongues, you're missing out on the entire other half of your covenant. The Holy Spirit through faith. The Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit in you that will lead you into all truth. That still small voice, the inner voice inside of you, will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will conform, confirm the word over and over again to lead you. He'll lead you into all truth. And the word of God is all truth. He'll lead you into the word you need in season. He'll lead you into the word that will set you free. One word from heaven can change your life forever. All it has to do is be mixed with your faith. You have to believe it to, to receive it. You have to believe it first to see it. We don't have Thomas's faith. He didn't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in him. We're not moved by what we see or feel or touch. We're only moved by what we believe. Say, I believe the Word. I believe He is truth. Word coming in abundance. <laughs> I receive you fresh. Thank you, Jesus, for healing every cell of my body from the inside out. 
See, healing is a spiritual force. It comes through hearing the word and it being planted into your innermost being, your spirit, and protrudes outward to every cell of your body. Spiritual. Healing is spiritual. You receive it first with your spirit. This word is going to be planted in your spirit. 1 Peter 2.24 By his stripes you were healed. That's past tense where on the cross you were healed. He preordained you and preplanned you before the beginning. And he is the beginning and the end, the author and finisher of your faith. By his stripes you were healed. Once that sets in, your body will line up. It did for me. I had a chronic illness for a year and a half. My body weight was 150 pounds. And the word raised me up, and I'm 220 pounds a day and haven't had a chronic illness since 2007. That's my testimony. And uh, the Bible says in Acts, God is not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So the call is freely given to everyone who will receive it. If you need healing in your body, say, that's me. I receive. Freely given, freely received means freely taken. You take it with your spirit man. You believe it before you see it. If you believe it before you see it, you'll eventually have it. I take it by faith. Healing comes from the inner man. Those who believe in their heart and confess with their mouth shall be saved, sozoed, every whit whole. Finances, health, marriages, relationships. I have come to set you free and free indeed and to give you life in full. Every area of your life restored through first believing the word in your heart and confessing with your lips. Confession is made unto salvation, not just heaven. <coughs> Redeem, redemption from the curse. Spirit, soul, and body. Finances, health, and healing. Say, I believe the word of God. I believe his word is truth. And I'll speak the truth over every lie, over every fact. I can change my world through his spoken word that proceeds from my lips. He who believes in God must first believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And we found out today he is his word. Those who diligently seek the word shall be saved. It'll be planted deep within their bosom, deep within their hearts, and out of their bosom, out of their spirit, shall flow rivers of living water. It's the confession that's in you first that makes the difference. You put the word in, then you confess it. You put the word in, and you confessed it, and you shall be saved, saith the Lord. It works the same in every area of life. Get the word on the subject, meditate on it, think upon it, ponder it, sow it into your heart, and speak it out with your lips, and your circumstances will be changed and lined up. 
the word never fails. I fail. You fail. But the word never fails. He says, out of the mouth of babes, I shall ordain strength. Which means the babiest of Christians who get a hold of the word of God, who get a hold of meditation, and meditating it and pondering and speaking it to themselves over and over again into their heart, when it comes out of their mouth, shall be saved. And things shall change on their behalf. Strength comes through the spoken word of God that's planted within us. No meditation, no strength. You have to eat the word for it to become strength and sustenance to your entire flesh, for your entire man, spirit, soul, and body. Man is three parts. The word feeds every part. It's the only substance on earth that can feed all three. Thank you, Lord, for your unchanging word that changes everything, that sets in order what is right, what is just, and what is righteous. Thank you for the holy written word of God that I can speak face to face with you every morning and every evening. I look into its pages. Pages of life written for me. Thank you, King of Kings. Thank you, Jesus. If you need a healing touch, just say, I take that now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did anyone get something from this message? (laughs) If you would still like prayer after that amazing touch of God, (laughs) feel free to come up and I have oil and we'll agree. And if there's something that the Lord hasn't touched on yet, bring that up here, amen? And you won't leave with it. In Jesus' precious name. Say, this place is a place of refuge, a sanctuary, a healing house, a restoring house, a blessed house. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being with us. We love you all. Amen. Happy Saturday. Bless you. Let's do it. Amen.